Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the West Texas Pitmaster Barbecue Show here on Sunday nights on the Barbecue Vandals Radio. So, hope everybody's had a good week. I think, I think Matt's even here. Let's see. I believe so. Let me see if I can get him in real quick. What's up, Lance? Hi, man. You there, man? Yeah, I'm here. All right, bud. Not much, man. It's another night of a dark little cube. So. Yeah. Well, I heard you're, you're cursed with the damn Alexander thing. Yeah. Uh, first place loser. Yes, sir. It happens. You're going to have to quit hanging out. You're going to have to quit hanging around with me. That shit rubs off, apparently. Uh, well, you know, it wasn't even that, you know. Uh, your dad and I was talking yesterday evening, too. He called me. And I didn't even drink a beer yesterday. You know? <laughs> oh, that's, that's probably what, what that's probably what killed it. Yeah. That's, I didn't, ha- I didn't yeah, even have a beer I... yesterday. for. So, you know, I thought about it. But, 
Man, I had a reek. Chicken, I was, uh, well, let me just say this. I, I had hell with chicken yesterday. But some chicken's kind of been my nemesis here lately, which used to be my strong category. And it was my best category yesterday, but I'm telling you, not cooking since about last September. Not cooking IBCA. Cooked a couple of KCBS. My timelines are really good, I think, on, on the KCBS world. But, uh, man, IBCA had a similar curve yesterday because I was in the, uh, I don't know, I was in the mode thinking that uh, two hours I could get and, uh well, let me put it this way. They uh, they started out on the Green Mountain Grill, and they went to the barrel. And, of course, we had a wind, and so I was fighting the barrel a little bit. Uh, probably should have let it again a little earlier, but I thought I had plenty of time. I let it about an hour or so before, well, probably about an hour and a half before. So backed off the wood, just had some charcoal in it pretty much. I left a couple pieces of wood. And, uh, you know, it was sitting about 250. Well, at, at 1140 yesterday, 1135 actually, my uh, my chicken was sitting at about 125 degrees with a noon turn-in. And they were they were big five-pound birds, probably about five-and-a-quarter-pound birds. And I went into panic mode. I've never been that far off. So I reached over and I cranked the green mountain to 500. <laughs> and uh, I was pushing them all the way to the minute I had. I was down to about four minutes of turn in when I finally pulled them off, brought them all in, went to checking, turned the ones in that I had the most temp on in the legs. And uh, I had one that was temping, oh, about. 155, 160 in the legs, so I didn't turn it in. As a matter of fact, the head judge come out, I was the last guy, because we only had 25 teams yesterday, so it was state championship. In order to get that done, everybody had to cross the line. And, uh, yeah. I came out yelling at me, because you knew it was me. I hadn't been in there. And, uh, you know, it's it's becoming a thing here lately. People are yelling at me about turnips. So, needless to say, I go in there and they're counting it down. Well, lo and behold, I still had a little over a minute. So, it wasn't as close as what they thought. But, oh, yeah, you didn't uh, push it that far if you still had a minute left. No, I didn't push it that far. I mean, I sure got, I sure got her going, though. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just... Uh, uh, you know, of course, it was cold up there. We had wind. I mean, so, you know, there were some other factors in that. But, still, I think this next weekend when we go to Andrews, I think I'm going to probably run about a two-and-a-half-hour chicken just to be safe. <laughs> See, I, I run a, a two-hour half chicken, but but I'm on the barrel the whole time. Right. It's usually about you got a, direct heat. It's usually about a, yeah, it's usually about an hour on the barrel. And then it uh, comes off, you know, basically when it hits about 145 in the breast, it comes out. Look at there, I'm giving away secret. When it hits about, I mean, with my chicken scores lately, nobody wants them. But when it's about 145 <laughs> in the breast, it comes out. And then it gets glazed. Then it goes back in for about another 20, 30 minutes. Uh, 
So, I mean, that's the way we do it. And, you know, it, if I finish a little early, it don't hurt me to hold a chicken. I, I won't glaze it yet, but if it's cooking right. too fast, I'll throw it in the cambro and uh, let it sit in the cambro until the last 20, 30 minutes before turning and then chunk it back out there and glaze it up and get it nice and good. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I give myself a two-hour window for chicken. For I, well, I, and that's what, you know, when that's – that's what I normally am. Of course, I mean the barrel's normally up around three hundred too when, when I'm doing it. And like I said, I mean, you know, I was out in the elements on the barrel yesterday, so you know there was there was a little bit going on there. I mean, um, I probably should have lit it up just a little earlier. It's so cold up there, yeah. And I did. Yeah. I thought I did. You know, cause I'm I try to I try to span that like out. A, a barrel's a lot like an offset smoker. If you get a if you get a wind the wrong way or a swirling wind, you you, you can fight it. Uh, you, you have to – to me, I, I move my exhaust to run with the wind on my smoker, my barrel, anything like that. I move the exhaust to run right. with the wind. And, and, and I was doing that yesterday. The problem we had over there yesterday was the damn wind was swirling while we were at and so, no more than oh, I get the yeah. thing turned, the wind direction, can... I mean, it would swap around, and I'd go back out there, and, you know, the smoke was blowing back across the intakes, you know? And I was like, son right. of You know, and it just, I mean, there's no place to go with it, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it was just one of them bills, and, and uh, so, I just, uh, you know, like I said, it's just one of them things. I mean, you know, it was yeah, one of those days where... Like, uh, uh, what 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 did you hit in chicken? I had a second place chicken. I mean, you know, well, last to turn so in, you, you second place. Too I mean, much about it. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, but you know, once again, this is that adapt and overcome kind of stuff, and uh, you know, just having experience. I mean, that pulled my butt out of it yesterday. Was having experience and knowing knowing my equipment and knowing where to go with it and what to do. To get me through, you know, and uh, you know, like I said, I mean, I was, I mean, I was up against it, and you know, when you gonna give up? I mean, they were gonna go in one way or another, but I was really, really, you know, I wanted to, uh, I didn't want to DQ, and uh, so I was gonna push it all the way to the end of it, and you know, like I said, I come back in and I cut that chicken that was on the lease of it, I pulled, I pulled the thigh up. Um, between it and the breast, patted it down, clear juices, uh, cut down into the breast, breast looked good, cut down into the thigh and uh, the leg. Didn't have any blood, so, I, you know, those other ones were probably 10 degrees hotter, so it's like, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm good, I should be good, shouldn't be any issues here. And like I said, I mean, you know, it showed yesterday, I mean, it paid off, I mean. But, you know, right. that is there, you know, was talking about, you know, secrets and stuff. I mean, you know, once again, that's all about knowing your equipment. And, yep. you know, that's, that's the, you know, that's what makes it through those things. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, you know, my, my ribs were coming off probably, oh, my ribs may have come off about 20 minutes after my damn chicken went in. You know, so, you know, right. the, 
the offset was running good yesterday. Of course, you know, you know how it is. I mean, my, I don't have a lot of problems with my offset. And, uh, you know, brisket took a little while yesterday. Um, you know, hell, I took that one up there uh, to about 206, 207. Man, it was a prime from, from Walmart. I mean, not Walmart, but from uh, Sam's Club. It was a good, thick, thick, thick brisket. Um, but, uh, you know, it went a little further than I thought it was going to have to yesterday until I got it tender. And, uh, you know, so all in all, it was a good day. We had a, we ended up with a second and chicken, a third and ribs, and a sixth and brisket, you know, and uh, ended up with a reserve. Oh, so, yeah. That's, yeah, that's good. Yeah, good day. It is a good day, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah, you, so. you still fell a little short, you know, you... Still fell a little short there, Lance. You let the yeah. You, you you let the yeah. That's the, you let the old dust team come out there and kick your ass. They was yeah. walking last and getting paid, as Aaron would say. You let Team Old Dust <laughs> come out there and kick your ass a little bit. Well, I did break. I did break his but, first his uh, first place streak on chickens, though. You know, he was like third. But Chuck had a he had what a first second. Chuck had a good third? cook. Yep, he had a hell of a cook. First, second, third. Yeah, you can't. I mean, Ch- Chuck yeah. is uh, boy. Since he started cooking, I don't remember what three years ago, probably. Uh, and he was cooking with Larry and those guys, and he branched out on his own. And then, uh, man, he's kind of coming to his element lately. He's 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 he is. He, he's got something figured out, and he's doing it good, man. He's he's. I'm kind of proud of that guy. I always like to see guys come up and start doing good, and you know, start winning a little bit. Oh yeah, I mean, no, I mean, that's, I mean, it's a great deal. I mean, you know, that's it. I mean, it was a, it was a good competition. Uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was one of those situations where, uh, you know, Friday night they posted that it was postponed and. Within within an hour or so, Kevin Newton uh, posted said, "Man, if, if we have twenty five teams, they're going to go ahead and do it." And uh, I actually, I uh, we weren't you and I weren't on the email addresses, and uh, I had talked to the guy up there, and so I posted back to Kevin, telling him, "said Well, you know, we'll be there if, if you got the teams, we'll do it." You know, and uh, so and then Christy Rosen called me. Uh, first thing Friday morning, told me the same bill, same thing was going on with that, you know, with Luke and them, if they had 25, where we were going to go, and I said, well, what's the whole cook? And uh, so, uh, by 9 o'clock, uh, they had pretty well confirmed their team, so uh, rain, snow, whatever, we were going to cook. And um, so, the problem was, was that it did, um, there were several people that didn't didn't realize it and made other plans and went other places and and uh you know before I got the emails that morning um so we did we we, we struggled for the 25 um we got it done we were able to split up another team and and uh um butler he had another barrel and um so uh, randy valentine we took up a little pull and uh, gathered up enough meat money and, and uh they went and got meat and uh it was this guy's first time he worked uh he worked with will johnson 
Uh, first time cook. Um, under the under uh, the uh, umbrella over there with uh, with uh, there's a Willers away, Will Johnson, and they uh, he actually walked twice yesterday, two high calls, uh, which was was great. Um, leave the thing. Oh, that's company. awesome. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I mean, and, and it's like I told Randy, I said, man, I said, get us a chicken, get us a rack of ribs, and, uh, you know, a brisket, you know? And, uh, right. you know, I think we'd get it up $7,500. And, and uh, Randy come back and said there was even change. Like, well, just don't it. Uh, so, I mean, it wasn't anything expensive. It wasn't anything, you know, this was at, uh, you know, 7.30 that morning. And, uh, you know, you were on your way. You had some tire problems. And, uh, of course, you'd been out in the field all day. It just it didn't work out. And it was a long ways to come. And, and uh, I understood that 100%. So that's just one of the bills that happened. So, um, well, I yeah, made it about 70 it miles. Yeah. I made it about 70 miles. Had a tire go down on me. And uh, I just swapped out a tire a few weeks ago. And, me being me, I never went and got my spare fixed. So uh, I was sitting on the side of the road without a spare tire. Luckily, I had a bottle of instant inflate fix-a-flat and uh, threw that in the trailer, got her inflated back up and called you or texted you, whatever, and I said, man, I think I'm just heading to the house. I'm not, I'm not even, I'm 70 yeah. miles from the house or I'm 200 miles from you. I'm not going to risk it. I'm, I'm just trying to, I, I'm turning this train around. See if we can get back to the house. <laughs> yes, sir. So uh, that's what I. I went ahead and come on back to the house. And, uh, yeah, same. You know, oh, I, I, I would have been the same way. I would have been the same way. I think I probably would have done the same thing. And so, you know, and I mean, you know, of course, like I said, I knew at that point that I thought we were one team short, and uh, I text, uh, um, you know, because that was eight o'clock or so. Um, yeah, something like that. And we were trying to figure out. Matter of fact, Christy Ross and them, they had already gone to the, to the motel to stay. And so I texted her and I said, because in the in the cooks meeting they announced that they had they had 25 registered. And but I just I got that feeling that I thought, man, I bet they're they're counting you. And I texted her and I said, does that count Matt too? And she said yes. So we uh. Um, I was over at Will's that night, and we talked about it a little bit. And he said, well, he said, you know, he said, we have to put one up over here. And uh, so the next morning, or yesterday morning, I got up. I thought, man, we need to uh, we need to head this off. And I was walking over and phone to Butler, and I was telling him. He said, man, he said, I got an extra barrel, um, so um, we can do something. And Will's guy was already there, and so we took up some money, and, and uh, sent Randy Valentine because everybody was hooked up to trailers and stuff. Sent him to the store, and uh, you know we had to meet about eight o'clock. And you know, and, and the last thing about it, I mean, you know, I guess that's uh, you know that's one of the plus sides of when you're IBCA that you know three o'clock turning brisket, you know, <laughs> you know you can pull that off pretty easily. Especially you know? if you're running uh, on a barrel, man, you you know. Yeah. If you're running on a barrel, you you can cook an easy four or five hour brisket. Yeah. So, as long as you had your brisket on by 10 a.m., you'd be 
Yeah. I mean, you'd be pushing it, but you you could push it through. And, be and it was right. like a ten pound brisket, yeah. so I imagine once they trimmed it down a little bit, I mean, you know, we probably you know we probably wasn't real big, but I got nine slices out of it. And, and uh, you know, so right. man, I was, you know, it was a uh, it was for a great cause with the Ronald McDonald House, and uh, uh, they're excited. Um, you know, they're talking eight inches, so that's what started this whole thing. Someone posted that, and, and you know, I'd been watching the weather, and, and uh, you know, it was saying some rain and stuff like that. And I I called Randy Valentine up there, and he's well, actually, I take that back. Randy Valentine called me also Friday morning. Same deal. Wanted to make sure that we knew that you know that uh, there was a possibility it was going to happen, and I said I did. And uh, so you know, he said, "Man," he said, "There's there." Well, it's saying that they're staying up there, it's going to go north of them. And so I was like, all right. And so sure enough, I mean, yesterday morning, you know, I said they they puffed this whole thing up, and you know, of course, we were all talking like, you know, I don't remember. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but. Man, I don't remember the last time we've ever canceled a cook-off due to weather, especially out here. I mean, hell, I mean, we've done homers and, you know, you and us, well, no, I don't know if you were with me at the time or not, at post when it come that two-inch downpour. Um, you know, we had to spend the night in the park because there was no way to get out. There was no way to pull our cutters out that night. And, uh, but, uh, you know, hell, I mean, it's just part of it. I mean, so... You know, we got it drizzled on us just a little bit yesterday morning, and that was it. It dried up. Uh, we didn't, I didn't ever see a snowflake. Oh, uh, but you know, that's the way it usually goes when they go to talking about you know this and that, and this is going to really happen and blah blah blah. Then usually it don't happen. Now, if they would have told me it was right. a ten percent chance of an eight inch, an eight inch snow up there, I probably would have stayed away because it, it probably would have happened. It probably been two feet. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, if they say eighty percent chance, you're golden. If they say ten percent chance, you might as well batten down the hatches and get ready for it. Yeah. So. I mean, so you know, it's kind of funny. I mean, so like I said, we made it, we did it, and uh, it was good. Uh, like I said, they they did they they put on a great contest. Um. Um. And right in the middle of my whole debacle, you know, some even funnier stuff, of course. I had nothing but time to kill at that time. I mean, I was just waiting for chickens to get done. I mean, the News Channel 7 showed up, and I uh, wanted to do an interview. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. I like sure, you know, let's take my mind off of it, quit opening lids and stuff for a little bit to uh, check it things, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, so I did a little interview with well, them. Well, and, and the, I got I got a, another question. So, you and I have both been cooking wagyu's for a long time now, and you you switched to a prime for the weekend. Uh, how did you did you notice any differences, or, or what do you yes. what do you think about it? Yes. Well, you know, so so first thing, of course, I mean, there's not near the fat in them. I mean, even even though that that prime that I had. Um, it had some really good marble in it. It had some really good striations in it and stuff. But when, you know, when it was done, um, you could tell that there wasn't as much fat in them. Um, the, uh, you know, it was, was the, was the, 
finishing temperature a little lower like it usually is? You know, that one yesterday was pretty close to what we've been into, except for like Cedar Park. Uh, you know, Cedar Park, yeah. you know, we were, you know, you and I were both up around 212 uh, up down there. But um, this, like I said, it was till 5, till 6, till 7, somewhere in there. So, you know, it, it wasn't far off. Um, it, se- it did seem to take it a little longer, um, which is kind of, well, I put it on, I put it on at 630. And matter of fact, it come off after the ribs. And like I said, I mean, and part of that may have been weather, but I mean, the pit was running, you know, running like it always does. Um, so I didn't write down what time it finished. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, so, um, yeah, now, and the other part about it is, and I told you this yesterday, is that, you know, I, I've been having a pretty salty brisket. Uh, with the wagons, with with my recipe and stuff, and I didn't change my recipe. Um, I ran the same thing I've been running for a while now, and and uh, that brisket had no had no salt to it. I don't think it had as much flavor to it. But that also goes into this one thing that everybody has always said. Um, you know, we've always talked about, and uh, you know, it grosses some people out, but fat is flavor. So, if you take it from that standpoint right there, absolutely. So, uh, in a Wagyu with a marbling in it, you you store more flavor in it. And that was was a, pardon the pun, but that was a prime example, (laughs) you know, because it it, it was there. I mean, uh, you know, so um, doing that again, of course, you know, with IBCA, salty briskets are always good because you never know. Even though drinking beer is allowed in the judging and they don't mean that they're not drinking beer before they go into the judging area. So I still find that salt, um, especially in brisket, is a good thing um, because if they've been drinking beer, then... Uh, the salt, the salt's gonna make make it better. So, I mean, that's just one of the things to go. So, I mean, I knew um, as far as disappointment yesterday, that was the only thing I was disappointed. Uh, I MSG'd it up a little bit more. I MSG'd my Lodge up a little bit more, but once again, without as much fat in there, it just didn't. It just don't hold that flavor like like it does the other way. So. Um, and I didn't want to get too carried away because I didn't want to get it too far to the other side, and I didn't know how it was going to react, you know, 20 minutes later or 30 minutes later when, um, or an hour later when it was sitting on the final table, you know. You know, you get into that situation. Right, so, right. But, but you still you know, ended up so, all right. You know, with, I, uh, you know, you still ended up in a good position with it. Yeah, I, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it, it cost me a grand, but. You know, it still, it wasn't a bad day. You know, it wasn't a bad day at all. And, I mean, you know, once again, like I said, with everything going on and doing it and not cooking one since about September, um, you know, I was happy. I really was. I mean, um, you know, I think she said yesterday 18 out of 25 walked 
So, you know, um, it was spread across the board. Um, you know, it was, uh, you know, there was three of us, I think, you know, he was 26 or 27. I was 22. Uh, Cameron Underwood, he was 19. So, you know, it was a high scoring three, you know, three meat contest, you know, right. And, uh, but you know, it was it was a good it was a good practice because you know we've got a big one coming up this next weekend. We got Andrews. Andrews is a always a great contest. Um, we'll see what it pulls this year. I think it's going to pull. Um, I think it's going to pull pretty good because I don't think we've got any other contests this weekend going on in our area. So I got a feeling we're going to have. Uh, 60 plus. Um, I've heard the rumor. I say a rumor. Probably not even a rumor. I've been told that uh, that uh, Mr. Craig Sherry, he's going to show up um, all the way out here in West Texas uh, to the cook-off. Um, so that'll be interesting. See what's going on there. And, uh, you know. Uh, long well, well, did he go back to Houston. cooking on the backwoods or? Did he go back to cooking you on know, the backwoods? You know, I don't know. He's still on a jambo. I don't know what he's cooking on. He was cooking on some backwoods, but, I mean, you know, to be honest with you, I don't know. I'm trying to think. What did he cook on at the jack? He cooked on a jambo at the jack, wasn't he? Yeah, he cooked on a jambo at the jack, and then, you know, he he come out of that, then he won a contest down there somewhere, but he went back to cooking on his backwoods. I guess he couldn't. Well, that, that was before the jack. Uh, that's what, what that got before? that. Okay. That was when he got that grand to get him to the jack, and then he cooked oh, on okay. that jambo. I knew at, he was at the jack. He was kind of yes. It seemed like he was kind of fighting the jambo, you know, trying to make yes. you know, different profiles, different cookers, different cooks. It seemed like he was not quite where he wanted to be on it. Went back to the backwoods and was having some success. But yeah, the last I seen yeah. him, he had the, on the jambo. So. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, I don't know either. And, uh, you know, that's the last I knew. Of course, you know, he may just send that for the jack, too. Because, um, you know, cooking for meats. But no. Well, we'll, we'll see uh, what he decides to do. I mean, Craig, Craig's a good cook, so... No matter what he comes out with, he should be all right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. You know your equipment. You know, like I said. You know, and, of course, it's only a three-meat deal there. Right. Yeah, which which I was kind of surprised by. I kind of figured they'd have pork because we've had it in the past. But uh, I guess they changed it to just a straight three-meat. Well, I think. Well, it kind of, he had always kind of run it as a jackpot, but the, the problem is, is the way he's had his payout. And it already had, it already had the payout schedule. They've been running that payout schedule now for a while. And so they used to run, they used to run the pork butt as a jackpot. But since it was a recognized yep. category in IBCA, he was told that he could not run it as a jackpot. So then he tried 
they tried running a pork loin one year, or tender one. I can't remember. Was it pork loin or tender one? Once, he ran that as a jackpot, and I think he just quit. I mean, um, you know, so. Um, right. So, you know, so, you know, like I said, we'll see, but, you know, it's paying out, you know, $700 for each category, $300 a tent in every category, uh, $250 yeah. entry, $1,500 to the grand, 1000 to the reserve. Um, so, you know, it's, it, it, it's a good cook-off. It's been a good cook-off for years. Um, it's been one of those cook-offs, which I never have understood, but... Um, you know, it it goes up and down, and uh, and there's really no reason because the least amount Jesse's ever paid out of that cook-off first year, actually about the first three years, he had eight to twelve teams, and he was paying out ten thousand dollars each time. Um, so right, you know, um, you know, it's just one of them deals. Uh, but like I said, they put on a good deal. They always have, I mean, they have bands, they have carnival, they just, um, they have cowboy action shooting, they have the truck cook-off going on. Um, so there's always lots going on at that place. Uh, we've always had a good time. And uh, you and I, we actually, that's where we met. Um, that was your first contest. So, yep. you know, it, it has a lot of sentimental stuff on that end of it, too, for, for a lot of us. And, uh, you know, so it's always good, and uh, looking forward to it. Um, looking forward to hanging out with Jesse some. You know, we don't get to hang out as much as we used to, so, uh, you know, uh, we talked some last week. You know, we're going to hang out. And, uh, you know, we just have a good time down there, man. And uh, so, oh, yeah. Jeff, I know Jeff several people said they're going. Hell of a cook. Oh, yes. Uh, I can't say enough good things about Jesse. I'll tell you what, he's... Yeah. He's one of the, you know, he. There's there's lots of awesome people in barbecue, but he he is just one that makes it even more special. You know, oh yeah, he, and you know he's always he's, been good to us. I mean, you know, um, you have queued up steps, I have queued up steps. Uh, you know, I actually have, you know, the plans to go in the museum at some one of these days. But I have the original, the original prototype. Set of queued uh, up sets, and uh, they don't look like nothing like they look like nowadays. Um, but uh, man, you know, years ago, Jesse uh, built me a set. Um, well, I guess I does. It goes all the way back to 2014, way back there. And I got them still right here. I'm looking at them right now, and uh, they were on an angle. Oh, and they're really they're really good, but you had to lean them up against something because if you step on them wrong, they'd flip. And uh, I can tell you this: we were at a cook-off one time, and I just had them sitting over by uh, by Todd Sturt's pickup, actually. And uh, Jennifer Campbell stepped off on them, and uh, they flipped, and her legs went down between them, and she fell flat on her nose. Didn't didn't stop it or nothing. I mean, she smacked hard down the lake, and I was scared to death. I thought she just probably broke two legs, and no telling what she she broke her nose or whatever. But uh, 
she got up and pretty didn't have a scratch on her. But uh, yeah, so wow. them steps were uh, they 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 were tricky. <laughs> and so after I used them for a little while, Jesse kind of figured that out, and he's like, "Man, we need to we need to change that up a little bit." And so he built me another set, and uh, you know that's uh, I've been I've been carrying them for a long time, and. Uh, and, uh, oh good. man, I, I tell you what, we 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 take them everywhere we go. My dad's got them, I got them. Tammy has them. That's uh, yeah, they are phenomenal. I mean, you know, so they, they you know, he's like I said, he's done a lot of, he done a lot of stuff. He done a lot of stuff for barbecue and and uh, you know, so it's been great. And I'll tell you something else, you know, uh, we were we were cooking at Boyd's equipment this weekend up there, and. Uh, if you ever get stuck in Amarillo and uh, you need barbecue supplies or something like that, they actually have a pretty decent place. Um, they take Green Mountain Grills, Traker, um, uh, several other uh, brands and stuff like that, and they have supplies for a lot of that stuff. And, and uh, yeah, you know, and, you know like, I've seen uh, I, I've seen our go ahead our local Traeger correspondent mr bonner uh helping those guys yes. out and promoting them and everything and so you know they they got the right people behind them they got ray behind them man they're they're doing something right so uh yeah i, right. I have no doubt in my mind that they're doing stuff right so well you know you asked me you know and of course so you know when you called me when you're fixing to leave and you were asking me about you know supplies and stuff i hadn't even been inside really and uh so I walked in afterwards to, to the cook meeting and stuff, and uh, lo and behold, they have all the B&B charcoal stuff. Um, they have their pellets. They have their, their hickory. Um, they have the parquettes. They have it all. Uh, so they have all of that stuff there, and they had, like, lumberjack pellets. pellets. They had um, Traeger, Green Mountain Grill, um, B&B, uh, and so they had all that stuff, and uh, they have a limited um, supply of uh, rubs and and sauces and things like that. But they, but you know, they're they're carrying a lot of the the popular ones though. Uh-oh. Um, so right. I've seen some butcher stuff in there, and um, you know, some like Heath Riles and things like that. Didn't see yogurt stuff in there, uh, you know. Meat Church, uh, but was Meat Church in there? I believe Meat Church was in there. I think Oak Creek was in there. I think I seen some Aaron stuff in there. I glanced for just a minute. Awesome. Um, I did buy some uh, shakers in there. They had some uh, cool, um, you know, like those little uh, stainless shakers I always use. Yeah, I actually have one that has a lid on it, a rotating lid that you can set for different. Um, levels of seasoning so it has different sets of oh, holes and cool. depending on how you open it up or you can seal it up to where it's not just you know that's the only thing i always said about the little metal shape is that you know they're, they're exposed exposed to moisture so please here they close they got a pretty tight uh, uh cap and then you can adjust how much you want to come out of it. and oh, uh, that's sweet. They're, they're they are they're cool i'm I liked them so well. I got four of them yesterday. They were like they were less than five bucks a piece. And I ordered four more online today. 
and uh, because it just oh, man, it yeah. just makes it nice. And that's why I was asking my wife in there for her label maker, so I can label them, so I know what's what. But yeah, they're uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's a that's a little pro tip right there. These little things are 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 uh, pretty cool, man. And uh, you know, so I might have to get Jesse to build me another yeah. little shelf. Uh, to put those up on, you know, and, uh, you know, just fill those up for your competitions, and then you just roll with that right there. You're not having to get out bags and things like that and other stuff, but, you know, refill them and go with it, you know. Yeah, well, I got me a, And, you know, there's some people that don't like people knowing. Well, I got me an IBCA half chicken here, Lance, or IBCA chicken here. Uh, just pulled it out of the marinade, so to speak. I injected it about six hours ago. Uh, okay. It's going to go on the pit at seven. So I'm doing me a little experiment here, trying to get more flavor down deep into the bird. Seems to have been my yes, sir. problem lately. And uh, so we're we're going to run a little test chicken here same, same recipe same flavors i've been using no difference uh right a little difference in the marinade and an injection uh injection rates and injection times so we're going to kind of see how this one rolls out and see if it does me any good well you know and so you know talking about that once again we were talking about salt earlier so you know you tell me how salty my uh, my uh, pork uh, I don't know my pork but my uh, my chicken thighs have been. And uh, so yep. yesterday, you know, like I said, I mean, when you had them cooked, you know, that competition stuff in a long time. And uh, so I did my half chickens like I always do. And, and you know what? That that they do have a little more salt level in them. Uh, and you know, like I said, not tasting one in six, seven months, however long it's been, I was like, you know, first. first thought in my mind, I was like, oh, damn, they're kind of salty. Well, just going back right. to that brisket side of it, what I say, chicken was salty, it ran. So, I think same deal, going to the going to your brisket. Uh, once again, that's that's one of the fish. So, yeah. But, uh, it is hard to get that. I'm just trying to get the, there, you know. I'm trying to get that flavor down deep, uh, because you know as well as I do, the first judge or two, your skin's gone. So yep. after that, you might as well forget that. Uh, yeah, just just playing with some techniques. No no major flavor profile changes or nothing, because uh, these same flavor profiles, KCBS, IBCA, my chicken's the same. Uh, just trying to play with technique a little bit, see if I can get a little... If I can get my IBCA half chickens to mimic my KCBS uh, chicken thighs, I'd be really happy. So, just playing with that a little bit. And I was happened to be watching this deal the other night and Googling some stuff. And uh, they had a judging panel and they were doing some chicken things and uh, 10 judges they had preferred the uh Injected chicken over the brined chicken, 
or the brined and injected chicken. Uh, the brine and injected hmm. seem to get too waterlogged. Uh, I'll send you that video. It's pretty interesting to watch. Huh. But uh, so th- there's no brine on this chicken. It's just it's just injection. But the injection is setting for six hours. It's in instead of you know my normal hour. So we'll just yeah. see what it does. But. That's kind of interesting because, you know, I run, I do both. I always have done both, and it's always done pretty well for me. Oh, yeah, I, and, I do too. You know that. Uh, but I said just yeah. trying something different, see what happens. Sure. Well, I, no, I mean, you know, that's, that's part of it. I mean, you know, yeah, that, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you know, you need to do those kind of deals, um, you know, to, uh, to uh you know because like i said things change and stuff you know and uh you don't do those deals i don't think you're doing due diligence um and um and what you're doing so so is lexi coming to andrews with you uh so we were talking about that and so i had actually i emailed him but i found it on the forum today it's up at the top saying that if you go to the ibca website I was looking last night. It don't say anything about a kid's kid in the ancillary. And so I, I texted well, there is last a, night. There is a kid's kid, but it yes, it's on Friday yeah. night, and I seen it on the on the forum today. So I got to talk to her, but I think that that's probably going to be the plan. And she wanted to cook last night, so um, one thing I don't know is that I guess. You know, they've always had pork chops in the past. I'm assuming there's going to be a pork chop. Yeah, it is pork chops. I was going to say that's that's our dinner tonight. Is we're having uh, we're having competition chicken and pork chops because uh, Gunner and Maddie are running some practice cooks on some pork chops. Uh, Gunner wants to try some different things, and uh, Gunner's actually going to try injecting a pork chop. Never done that before. Throw that out there. I probably shouldn't throw that out there, especially when you're listening. Uh, <laughs> you know, but yeah. but uh, uh, so today. we're gonna after we get the uh, after we get the chicken on here in a minute. I'm gonna light up the Weber for the for the little ones, and they're gonna try to uh, try to cook some pork chops. So we're gonna have a little fun with that. Cool. And see where that goes, Gunner. Gunner hadn't cooked in a while, neither has Maddie. So, uh, yeah, neither has It's kind of the first rattle out of the box. And shit, I, I really can't think of the last time they cooked besides it might have been Breast Fest last year, the last time they did a kids' queue. Uh, but they're both out of school Friday for Good Friday. And I took off yes, Friday sir. so we can head over early. We can head over early and okay. get set up and, you know, get them get them situated and be able to do the kids' queue deal. So that works out real nice because they're out of school and the whole nine yards. So we're going to give the kids' queue a run over there and see what happens. I got so I got three different finishing glazes in here. Uh, we're going to mix up three different finishing glazes and run them on there and, and uh, see which one comes out best, and 
uh, Gunner's all upset because I'm out of I'm out of Junior's rub for grub because that was what he always used, and I had a little back stash of it for Gunner, but I'm out of it, and I don't know if I can get any more of it by cook-off time. I, I messaged Junior a little bit ago to see if he could get me some more of it by cook-off time, but I haven't heard back from him, so I'm all out of that for, for Gunner because that was his favorite rub, and uh, I don't know. Well... <laughs> We'll see what happens. I, I got him. I told him what I use in replacement of it. I I use a meat church product enhanced with a little cayenne and MSG. That was my original replacement for juniors because juniors always had a little spicy kick to it, a little uh, cayenne oh, yeah. kick to it. You know, it was, a, it was a it was a good you know spicy kind of rub. And uh, so I mixed him up a little bit of what I use on my on my bottom of my ribs as kind of a junior's replacement nowadays. And uh, so we'll see how he likes that. And You know, Maddie, she she just throws whatever on there that she thinks of that day. And half the time she ends up doing good with it. So that's, oh, yeah. uh, I, I just set it all out there. She throws, Gunner's a little more methodical. Maddie just throws whatever on there that sounds clever at the time. And, uh, Half time she ended up doing pretty good with it, so who knows? But uh, that's what I we're am. gonna do. We're gonna cook yeah. little pork chops tonight. Cook a little comp chicken. Uh, Kim made some pasta salad. Got it chilling in the fridge. So we're gonna have a good little dinner here. We get off the show, and uh, okay. I, I'm, we're gonna see where that goes. So who knows? Well, we're uh, I've got. Some meat going out this week, and that's what I got to work on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see um, if I can just drop that off. I may end up dropping it off Thursday night. I may shoot back through Plainview after uh, Floyd Ada and run it through Olton, and then I guess run down 385. Um, right. And uh, see if I can get that taken care of. And uh, um, so yeah, I got a few. I got a few orders going out. Um, really didn't advertise much for for Easter because we had we had Andrews coming up this year, and uh, I didn't want to get into a mess. I do have briskets. I've got. I like. Four more briskets going out at five thirty on Saturday. So I'm hoping my wife will run those back to Brownfield for me. And uh, she can be happy about that. Or maybe my in laws oh, yeah. come over and maybe they can run them back. So I'll I'll figure it out. And uh But it's some of Christy's yeah, parents, yeah. family, uh friends and stuff and so I told them I'd do it. We'll figure it out. And uh yeah, because I got to go back Saturday. Well, anyway. I, we got church Sunday morning. Yeah, so, and you you and I got a job to do this Saturday. So we do have a few jobs to do this Saturday, yes. Yeah, uh, my, you know that's my, what dad, I'm thinking. my dad's cooking number one, so I can't. Yeah, I, I can't have him beat me again. So I gotta I gotta kill that streak off for a little bit. And uh, 
So that'll be my number one goal right there. Well, number one goal is to win the damn thing. Number two will be to beat Dad, because uh, uh, he's got a little streak. He's got a little streak going on me here. Uh, we we can't have that, you know. So we'll <laughs> see if I can't pull that one off. But uh, that, that's the reason I'm doing this chicken testing right now, because uh, IBCA chickens have been my killer lately. So doing a little chicken testing, trying to trying to get something figured out on some. Uh, I'm just not getting the flavor deep down in the breast and deep down in the bird like I used to. Uh, hadn't really changed much, uh, but just not getting it like I used to. So uh, I think I'm still cooking them right. I, I think I told you that last IBCA cooked, I cooked one of the best chickens I ever cooked. But it just tasted like chicken. It didn't have that pop to it. But cooking-wise, it was there. So working on getting that pop back into it. So I'm trying to – I'm debating between cherry, pineapple, glazes right now to go on top of my chicken. Uh, I'm I'm not sure where to go. I'm thinking maybe pineapple. Uh, which which that's outside of the box for me. You know, I I don't run anything like that, but just trying something different. Uh, I I know my dad's gonna be there running my tried and true recipes. Uh, <laughs> you know, he makes his changes to them, but I know he's gonna be there running the tried and true ones. So I got to try to come up with something, you know, to to throw him off his game a little bit. And, See what happens, and uh, but I'm thinking a little yeah. a- apple habanero and a little pineapple together. Apple and pineapple sounds pretty good to me. Apple and cherries pretty good. Just not sure which way I want to run that program yet. I'm sitting here staring at the bottles, thinking about what I want to mix up right now. Well, so, I'll tell you this. I didn't change much except for my seasoning on my uh, chicken this weekend um, just because I have the tried and true way um, that I run my IBK chicken. Um, But it's not really, it's not really a KCBS chicken. I will say that. I mean, uh, KCBS needs to be a little different. Um, and it's really the, the same seasonings are there. It's just how I do it, uh, and the amount, uh, especially. So, you know, I do that. I do change that up a little bit. But other than that, I'll say this: I pretty much ran uh, the, the rest of my KCBS program that I've been building. Um, even went into more details this weekend. I took a shitload more notes, and uh, so I think I go in and top all that crap up. I'm going to have a hell of a book by the end of this year. I can tell you this right now. By the time I get this all crap all topped up, it's going to be, uh, hell, you know, maybe a good year. Started out as a pretty good year, you know, so. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 you've been, you, you, you've been doing it right, I'll tell you that. So. so, you know, I've been pretty happy with that. I've been pretty happy with my results, um. You know, and there's always room for improvement. You know how that is, like you're saying right now, when you're kicking us up. You know, you're doing some tweaks and stuff like that to 
to uh, try to nail it down. And, uh, you know, you cooked, you cooked what, two IPCA contests? Yep, I've cooked two this year. So you'll be so. I mean, theoretically, you're you're one you're one ahead of me. So you're already in that. I mean, you're doing a little adjusting, and and you know that happens every year. I don't care. I don't care how long you've been cooking, but you know you're going to have some minor tweaks every year. Um, I don't know that I've ever been able to run the exact same thing year after year without you know doing a little bit of this or a little bit of that to uh, you know. Sometimes I'm just figuring things out. I mean. You know, you you know as you, you know you're developing flavor levels and uh, processes and stuff like that. Sometimes you figure out some easier ways, and sometimes you you accomplish cake shit more. Um, which seems to be the Moses I'm in this year. I'm in the complicating and uh, keep plants busy kind of crap. You know, uh, right? Let's see how 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 big of a mess I can make this deal and. Uh, you know, it's all good, but uh, um, you know, like I said, we're uh, we're really pushing it. We're gonna push it this year. We're gonna roll it. We're gonna roll it hard on that part of it, and uh, document it. You know, um, you right. know, and I guess that's kind of one of the deals. And I was hoping to have Mike Trump on here tonight with Oak Creek Barbecue, um, but just to throw this out there so people know, so. Uh, matter of fact, I don't think I've even really told you about it. Um, but uh, Oak Ridge Barbecue is going to supply our seasoning um, for the backyard cooking class. And he's also going to have samples and stuff for the uh, teams. So he's oh, going to put sweet. together a little sample, um, sample packs. Um, you know, there'll be enough for them to cook with and stuff like that way he's talking. Um, and then he's also going to do the kids' cue. Um, he's going to do awesome. stuff for them. So, so that was a great deal. Him and I, you know, I hadn't talked to him in, in probably about a year. Um, he's always so daggum busy with stuff like that. So it's kind of funny. I called up there the other day, and, and he didn't answer. And I thought, well, I'll just, I'll just shoot him an email. And about 45 minutes later, my phone <laughs> rang, and it was him. And uh, I thought I was calling the office. And uh, he's like, he right. called, man. He's like, what's up? And I was like, oh, man. I was like, I said, hell, I said, just going to email you. And he's like, oh, no. He said, oh, I got the stuff. And so we were talking about that different stuff. Um, I will tell you this. He's got some new products coming out. Uh, they're not rubs. Um, I'll just say this. He's got some glazes coming out. And so hopefully here, um, tell me and pretty soon that I'd have some in my hands to uh, test. Um, if it's like anything else he does, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little uh, a little different because uh, he uses you know top top end stuff uh, with all his seasonings and stuff, uh, and he he's one of out of the box kind of guys, you know. And uh, so, right, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, I'm gonna throw that out there, and. Uh, so he's got some he's got some exciting things coming up, and uh, you know we'll see how all that runs. Uh, so so that was some pretty good stuff there. Um, you know, but like I said, we were talking about some different deals, and uh, you know 
tweaks and seasonings and blah, blah, blah. And it's always good to talk to him. And uh, he is a, you know, he's kind of a toughy stone in a lot of ways. I, I, I kind of call him the professor of uh, uh, barbecue roads, man, because he, I mean, he he orders in like just, you know, he'll get um, like some of his chili powders and things like that. I mean, they're just, you just, you cannot go down and just buy these. I mean, the wall, uh, crazy stuff, man. And, uh, but it's always top of the line stuff. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited yeah. about that. So we'll have some stuff there. Um, um, so, yeah, I mean, all that's looking pretty good. Um, I know there are several people, I've had several people that uh, actually talked to me this weekend. Got lots of people, sounds like, that are signing up for Plainview. Um, so, awesome. you know, um, that's pretty cool. Um, I've sort of people come and ask me questions about stuff like that. And I'll just leave that like that is. But um, So, not to stir the pot any more than I need to. But, uh, but yeah, um, it's looking good and uh, looking forward to this weekend. Um, but like I said, hope, uh, Trump had uh, his boy was playing ball. And they were in a tournament this weekend. He didn't know if they were going to get finished on Saturday or not. But here in the next few weeks, we'll try to get Trump on. And uh, I don't know if you've ever listened yeah. to any of our interviews before with him, but he's, uh, like I said, it's, uh, he's a hoot to listen to because his, just his, his thinking, like I said, he's a lot like Tuffy Stone and very methodical about stuff and, you know, very precise. And, and uh, that's why he batches all of his stuff. His his processing plant is at his house. His, he just built a brand-new house here a couple of years ago, and he does it right there. He's got a few employees, but it's I guarantee it's micromanaged, and, uh, and uh, it's to his specifications. And, uh, you know, the thing I was going to say about that is, is that he documented, um, he's been, one of the deals that since I've been on his team, um, since 2013, is every year, um, he has a spreadsheet for all of us on our uh, teams. And we have to, you know, get all the, you know, the stuff that we do and cook with and blah, 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 you know, as long as we have some kind of seasoning involved in that kind of blah, blah, blah. He's got over 7,000 right. documented uh, category top tens. Wow. <clears throat> that, I mean, that, that is documented, and uh, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, so he's really he's really into that. He's gone international. We have international teams. matter of fact, um, an international team beat me out of team of the year this year. I would have been the Oak Ridge wow. team of the year, and a guy from – I believe Netherlands beat me out this year. Knocked knocked me oh, out knocked me crazy. out of first place. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's like that gum it and uh, but you know, that's good. I mean it's you know, I'm glad to see things like that. So but, uh, that just shows yeah, the growth of yeah, yes. that, that just shows the growth of barbecue right there. Yes. Uh, it, I mean, it's pretty well. And so, uh, here's here's another stat for you. This is this is this, this is about you and I. So I believe we're up to. I was counting today. 
we're up to 19 or 20 countries now. Um, that that this little this little podcast that we do on Sunday nights is going to. We're in Brazil. We're in Mexico. We're in Canada. We're in the Netherlands. We're in a uh, Hungary. We're in um um Sweden, Japan, uh, Indonesia, or I mean India, I guess. Um, Philippines, New Zealand, Great Britain, Ireland. Um, Louisiana, I just, you know, there's several more. Germany, uh, so. Right. We're just about in every con- continent except for two, Africa and, uh, Antarctica. Huh. That, right, that's we're in, cool. like, five out of seven. What, what are we going to do that to get, cool. what are we, what are we going to do to get into Africa? That's what I want to do. I'm not know. sure, man. I, yeah, I I was thinking they had don't don't they have a team that comes to the Jack from Africa? Man, I was thinking they I'd did. be lying if I said yes. I'm not quite for sure. I thought it was maybe it's like down around Johannesburg or somewhere down in there, you know, because there's a there's a Britain influence down in that part of the country. Um, yeah, yeah, the South Africa would be the South Africa, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah, South Africa, and then there's some British influence in North Africa from World War II and repelling the that is Nazis out of North Africa, and they yep, kind of have some colonies true. up in there. Uh, sorry, I'm showing my stupid history uh, uh, stuff right now, but because uh, anybody doesn't know, I, I listen to history podcasts and read history books. And or barbecue podcasts and barbecue books every day. Matter of fact, I just got a new book in today. I'm pretty damn excited about Lance. I got a oh yeah, so yeah, the Franklin Steak book in today. My wife bought me the steak. Uh, I, I've cracked the cover and read the forward and a few pages on it. Hadn't really delved into it too much yet because we was kind of busy. But uh, right. I'm pretty damn excited about that book because uh, I love his barbecue book. It's probably my my well, his and Meathead. I love Meathead's barbecue book, the science of barbecue and grilling. He gets into the science stuff like you were talking about with Tuffy a while ago. Right. He's uh, all science. But uh, those are my probably two favorite cooking books. So I'm pretty excited about this Franklin Steak book. And where that's going to take my steak game, hopefully. And we'll see, we'll see what happens on the back side of that. But pretty excited about that. So, anybody that doesn't know cool. Franklin come out with a new book, he just released it. It's called Franklin Steak. And it's uh, I didn't even know that. All Things so. Steak by Aaron Franklin. So, I, I don't read a lot of books. I, I will say this. I use a... I use the Kindle app, so all of my barbecue books are actually on my phone or on my tablet. And uh, if I need something to put me to sleep, I'll uh, I'll open it up. I'm guaranteed I'm out in about 15 minutes. You know, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. but you know, I'm one of them kind of guys. I'll kind of graze through there, and and you know, and I and I pick up different deals. I mean, 
Um, it's always good uh, to have things like that because I have picked up I have picked up pretty cool things from there. Uh, I have actually been sitting around today being a bum. Um, four briskets go out at lunch today and five pounds of sausage. Um, so I say I'm, I guess I have done some work today and uh, but uh, barbecue pitmasters have been on all day again today and there's actually been some episodes that I've never seen and uh, some of the all-star stuff and stuff like that uh, matter of fact I uh, I actually seen one of your techniques today and uh, I know where you got it from now uh, now I'm not going to say well, what it is my techniques Yep. Well, it's a okay. take. I kind of want you to call me. Okay. If you did Trevor, you've actually come over and okay. gotten from me from time to time when you needed it. And I seen it today. And I started laughing when I seen it. I thought, I'll be damned. <laughs> huh. You're going to have to text me what that is so I can put two and two together. <laughs> Yep, I was like, you know, and I, you know, I thought I'd watched most of those episodes over the years, but I seen that day, and I was like, and, I, and the, they even called him out on it, and I was like, I was sitting there, and I started laughing, and Christy looked at me like, "What the hell are you laughing?" And I was like, "Oh no," like, <laughs> and it and it makes perfect sense. It all it all jobs. Okay. Oh, it must have been an earnest episode. So, so was this an earnest episode, or what? What are we talking about here? You know, I seen I have seen several earnest episodes, and I had never seen them. And uh, uh, it's, uh, that it was. Uh, you say it now. <laughs> huh. I'm assuming that's where you got that well, from. Just just because I know that I know all that history there. <laughs> and I've seen him do it today. You get the text? Hello? Are you there? All right. How about now? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. All right. Yeah. I, I did get your text message, and uh, that's still a tried and true everyday <laughs> message for me. I know it is. I mean, that's what I said. But, you know, the the, the funny thing about that is, is I've known that for a long time. And uh, probably the main reason I know about it is because you've needed it from time to time, and I usually have. And, uh, you know, but I never, you know, you and I have never talked about where that come about or anything like that. And then I seen that today, and I was like, oh, I know that. I know where that come from now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still a, still a tried and true one right there. I, it's in. It's even incorporated into mine. I will tell you that. You know that. I mean, uh, it, it is part of part of my stuff uh, because you know you kicked my ass for so many years in brisket. I mean, I got to do some of the same bills 
we don't use the same seasonings, and there's there's several deals that we don't do the same on that. But there are parts that that we do. Yeah, and hell, at the end of the day, it just works. That's why I like it. It does. Oh, it does. I mean, you know, I've picked three contests, and I've had two top ten calls already this year. So I'm not a I'm a oh yeah. And the other one wasn't too bad. I mean, you know, I was in the top twenty, and the other one had a sixty some odd team, so it was in there. Um, right. So yeah, I'm good with that. I mean, um, um, you know, I'm hoping to have a strong game this year, just like you. I'm hoping we can make a little wave, you know. Yeah. Um, well, I ain't done too good at it so far. I'm the official first place loser this year. Uh, we've had shit. I can't count three or four reserve grands this year, and can't even uh but we can't break that streak. So it kinda you know is what it is. We'll we'll get there eventually. So Oh yeah. I mean that's it. I mean, you know, we'll we'll make it. I'm the same way. I mean I'm I'm in this little deal right now too. I mean, you know, and I've had these years before where that's all I hit was reserves. Um but you know one thing you can say about that, that's better than being third. Well, that's true. That's better than being third. It's not as good as being first. <laughs> and I've had those years, too, where all I could hit was a third place. So, you know, well, you know, uh, it's kind of crazy. I mean, you know, um, that's what that lady asked me yesterday about doing an interview. And it's like, you know, it is. this is, I think, my eighth season to be cooking. You know? So. Right. Um, you know, it's kind of crazy. I mean, um, how long this has been going on, how long we've been doing it. I mean, um, that'd be my eighth season, my seventh year. Um, so, 2020, that'd be eight years. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm approaching, I'm approaching a decade of cooking. That's crazy. I mean, I mean, that's pretty easy to do when you're 65, about ready for retirement, you know? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty easy yeah, to pull no, but that's ex- Yeah. Well, I don't know. Your dad's 68. He, you know, he's been, he's been whipping your butt here lately. I know. That's what I said. You old men, I got to change my game and get <laughs> goddamn these old men beating me. <laughs> I don't know what's that say. We're older and wiser. Oh, probably. <laughs> I'm not going to admit it, but probably. <laughs> no, man, your dad's probably listening, laughing his butt off right now. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I was actually shocked that I, I mean, I actually, I made it all the way back from Amarillo right after the war yesterday. Hot briskets and got home. I think I may even had my briskets on before your dad called me. You know, it's only not well, that long. Well, that is. <laughs> no, I, I figured he'd have been right on top of that. Yeah, I mean, you know, so yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of shocked because I think Chuck Long had it wide yesterday. But he set his phone up there on the side, so I'm assuming he had it, had it good. Uh, but I don't know that for a fact. 
So, as a matter of fact, kind of funny, my wife texted me, you know, what, what time are awards? And I was already on the road. Wow. You know? So, yeah. Uh, but, you know, once again, you know, we had Chrissy Rosen for our head judge. Um, I love that girl that took off because, I mean, she's on it. She takes care of it. I mean, uh, you know, they canceled it, postponed it. And, you know, she was right right in the middle of it. She's like, uh, matter of fact, Kevin Newton, when I said I was in, Kevin Newton, that next morning, it was about 6 o'clock, he, he messaged me back, and he said, well, he said, I don't know, we got a head judge, so we call him. And Chrissy Rosen, within about 15 minutes post, said, my stuff is loaded. I'm ready to go. Save the world. Wow. And so, That's like I said, she was calling, she yeah, she called me before work, and she's like, okay, are you all in? I said, yeah. I said, we're in. If, if they're going to do it, I said, we'll do it. And, uh, right. So, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, man, we need a lot more of that kind of stuff up there because, I mean, she is. I mean, you know, and it's like I said, I mean, she she knew she had 25 teams. She counted, for, you know, she's known me for a long time. She knew I had been in there. And, uh, you know, and she came out there yelling at me like, Mom, you know, like, hey, get your butt in here. And I was like, man, right. you know, this is becoming a thing. I mean, you're yelling at me two weeks ago at a cook-off. She yelled at me this weekend. Yeah. You know? Uh, I even put a clock well, my, in my it's trailer. A, it's a lamp needs to get a shit together type of intervention we need to have here. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, my wife. That was another part of it. My wife asked me today, she said, so you put a clock in your trailer, do you have a memory problem? I said, I'm not having any memory problems. <clears throat> I said, I'm just trying to make things better, you know? So, you know, you always have to pick up yeah. your phone, look at your phone, and now I can glance at the door and say, okay, I know what time it is. So, so. Well, there, there's a clock on the door of my trailer. You know that, right beside the I door. know. Yes, sir. So. so That's where I learned it from. I got that from you. And uh, I adopted that. I adopted that in here, and uh, I thought, you know, that's something. That's that's, and I and I, and so we'll, we need to tell people that. I mean, that is one of them bills. I mean, it's taken me a hundred and thirty-five cookoffs or whatever the hell it is now to do it. But I will tell you, it is a handy thing. It is a good thing uh, for twenty twenty-one dollars at Walmart. I got the atomic version. Uh, yep. So, uh, you know, um, you know, because sometimes our cell phones are not reliable, especially when you go on to the, especially right around the New Mexico-Texas border, that can really get your ass in trouble. Uh, yeah, you, you got to so, set your cell phone to not change because if you go to one side of town or the other, it can switch towers and change time yes. on you. And, uh Yeah. You don't want that happening. So, so I'm saying with the atomic, it should follow it, so it should be good. Oh, so, yeah. Because I guess they they update those what at midnight every day, isn't that right? Yeah, I don't know. Tammy sets our clock, and I think she changes it when we change time zones. Uh, okay. But it's an atomic clock, so I'm not sure how that all works out. Uh, but you know we're we're never waiting till midnight to set the clock either. 
or change the clock from changing time zones. Well, so it might yeah. do it on its own if you're, you know, if you're willing to wait on it. But we we don't wait on it. Tammy sets it manually when we get somewhere. As to, because okay. you know we've cooked in, well, three different time zones this year. Yeah, yeah, we're out we've there in Arizona, Western, which would be. Well, yeah. yeah, Laughlin, Nevada out there, Western, Mountain, and Central Time. So it's yep. just uh, just playing with your playing with your, you know, clock and get it right, and then you're good to go from there. Oh yeah, no, I mean that's you know, so you know it, it that that is a good deal. I mean it does help. I will tell you this: I used it this weekend. It was handy. Um, you know, so, you know, there's things like that, too. I mean, um, you know, things like that help you out. Just makes, you know, just makes things better. And, I mean, you know, another big deal for me this year, like I said, I mean, making all of my, my bases, sauces, injections, my brines, I mean, having all that stuff ready before I roll into a kickoff. I mean, I was bored this weekend. I was born out of my mind, and uh, you know, because I didn't, you know, other until when the chicken debacle thing went on. I mean, I'd been sitting around, you know. Right. I didn't have to make anything. I didn't have to build any boxes. I mean, had my crock pot, had my had my sauce hot. Um, I lit my pit at six o'clock in the morning. You know, I cooked beans. Cook beans on the Green Mountain Grill in a pan from start to finish. Um, they were fourth out of, wow. I think, 19, she said, or something like that. So, you know, that wasn't a bad little do. Um, no, not at all. Matter of fact, I cool. put them on. Yeah, I put those on it. I put them on at the same time I put brisket on. And uh, we had 11 o'clock turn in, and they were done. Matter of fact, I threw them over on the barrel for just a few minutes to get a little more smokiness to them. And, uh, you know, so, uh, I guess that's why I kind of thought the barrel was good because the, the beans were bubbling on the barrel. And so, yeah. I could, I, you know, I got my chicken ready when I flipped them over and, you know, I did my deal. And, and uh, I set them over there and went back out there just a little bit later and I was like, oh, man, I don't know quite where they need to be here. So I got to watching and watching and watching, and uh, that's when I kind of figured out that wind was falling. You know, I was like, crap. So you know, I said I thought it was good. I had beans on it. They were they were bubbling. So I thought, man, we're good to go. Yeah, but it wasn't quite there. Well, maybe you need to. Maybe you shouldn't fix that for next weekend. Maybe you should leave it the same. <laughs> that's that's the hard part about reproducing something like that, though, is how do you do that, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you this. I mean, one of them chickens at 500 degrees on that. On that. Well, you've seen a picture of those chickens, I'm sure. That was at 500 degrees on that Green Mountain. They didn't look too damn bad. 
No, they look pretty damn good to me. You know, and I'll say this: they they just, you know, I told you a day those were uh, those were uh, chickens that expired, or I had had a sell by four ten date. I bought them on four ten. Uh, they were half price. I bought them. I cut them up the next day. They sit in a Ziploc bag, and uh, I uh, opened them up Friday evening. They still smell just fine. And put my brine to them, and but they were just—I mean, you know how it is. I mean, when you cut a when you cut a chicken, when I when I half my chickens, and I don't and I don't show up to a contest without my chickens half. I just that's 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 one of my rules. My chickens are always halved, and I know what I got for chicken before I before I ever come. Other parts, well, yeah, you know. I've done it, you know, both ways. But chickens, I've always been that way. And uh, when I when I cut them and I laid them on the on the cutting board and was looking at them, I mean, they just had these big old sexy crests on them, and I was like, damn, they were just good looking ass birds right there. So, uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back yeah. if I can't find a cheap more them damn things this week. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'll take a second place chicken all day long. Oh, for sure. I don't care who you are. I'll I'll take second place across the board all day long. Uh, Doesn't bother me. Yes, sir. Yeah. Now, I've done that with third places. And uh, I can tell you that that hadn't been good enough in the past, so... But I think I think if you hit three well, seconds, that's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. Uh, I've only ever done one better. I had two firsts and a second. You were there at that kickoff. No. But uh, that, that's the best I've ever done. I've, I've never, I've never been able to pull off the hat trick. Uh, I had neither. I've had two firsts but, and a third, I believe. I don't think that I've had a two firsts and a second. I think I had two firsts and a third. Um. That's the best I've ever done. Yeah, so we we, we ended up with 29 out of the 30 possible points, and that's the best I've ever, I ever could get it. So who knows? Uh, Yes, sir. I'm running a second, I installed a second thermometer on my drum, so this is kind of interesting. I'm running one with my lower grate now and one with my upper grate and uh also have my my smoke in the drum on the grate level and uh doing a little testing here on I've always wondered if there's a difference in that grate temperature and there is and it's kind of opposite of what I thought it would be yeah uh I kind of figured the lower grate being closer to the coals would be hotter. My upper grate runs about 10 degrees hotter than my lower grate. So I, that's kind of... Yeah. yeah, that's backwards. I would have thought it had been I mean, the other way too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, so, I mean, that's what I'm showing right now. And I got two thermometers installed and I have two grate temps 
on my uh, little smoke thing, and uh, so it is a little different. Uh, heat rises, I guess, right? But you think being closer to the coals would be hotter? So yes, I don't know. You must be getting. I yeah. wonder, you know. Of course, I mean, you know, it'd be really cool to see the the infrared infrared version of that, and then to see how the actual current is running. You know, is it deflecting? You know, do you, do you get some uh, radiant heat off of the off the lid that's radiating back across the top the top rack too? Yeah, yeah, you very well could get a little deflection back before it goes out the exhaust there. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very well could. I, I, I don't know, but I, I do know a guy that has a nice infrared camera that might could pull that off. Well, uh, you know, that would be an I interesting. Mean, just, that'd be an know, interesting situation, right there. An outside view. Uh, Right. Uh, of course, we can't get an inside view, but we get an outside view of how the heat's going around. Uh, remind me before well, we go get to Andrew. I'll, I'll bring my I'll bring good. my infrared, and we'll we'll, we'll okay. shoot a jambo, and we'll shoot your pit, and we'll shoot a barrel, and just see what okay. it shows. That, yeah, that would be yeah, really shoot a green mountain especially day. shooting. Yeah, yeah, especially you know shooting your pit and my pit. To see the heat flow difference, I've never thought about that, but yeah, that would be. We need to do that. Well, you know, just the thermodynamics of all that stuff and how that runs and stuff like that, it'd be kind of cool to see if if it's, uh, you know, if you got any eddying going on in there and and how that's really, um, how that really flows across them. I mean, um, you know, that's an interesting deal, you know, something else too. you know, here, 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 here's something that could be really cool. It's probably been done before, but what if you, uh, what if, you, what if you had four intakes and four exhausts on a barrel? I wonder what the flow would be like. Yeah, yeah, we run the triangle, but if you had the, uh, you'd offset. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Be hard to. Yeah, it would be hard to keep the temperature down enough. I think you'd have too much air flowing through it because you know how far we back these off already just to that is true. keep them in the 300 range. That would be the... But you also have the heat loss of that too due to more going out. So is it proportional? Right, right. Yeah, I, I don't know. You it know. would be an interesting concept for sure. You know, I, I just sitting there thinking about them. Thought you know, if you had it coming up, and of course you'd still want them staggered. So you'd want your you'd want your lid set off, uh, which you taught me. You know, but you'd want your lid exhaust set off of of your intakes. The intakes would be your your outlets. No wonder I wonder right. what well, you'd flow almost you'd get something like that. four intakes and two exhausts. Uh, you can do it that, that way that too. Way it would, that, that way, you still kind of keep that same pattern. Uh, you, I mean, you could do four on there and close off the ones you didn't want, open the ones you did want. Uh, well, I mean, just like from a wind yeah, standpoint, or but the other part about that of having to rotate your grate. 
you know, would that even even it up across the board where you evenly cooked across? Even if you were adjusting your air with your shutters, and let's say you're running each one of them in a quarter, would that create a more even airflow across it? Yeah, I'm not sure. That that that'd be, a, you know, with the thermal camera, you might be able to see that. So that, that would yes. be kind of a cool deal to to try to do. So, yeah. and you know, the same with your pit and my pit, run them run them wide open and then choke them back and see how that changes yep. the and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because you, you still remember in, in Red Dosa, I had to choke mine way down because the son of a bitch was running so damn hot up there. I mean, I got up to 600 and some odd degrees, 627, 637 degrees up there. I mean, I was thinking of the brisket in about an hour and a half. Right. So, and I didn't, you know, and I didn't see that happening up there because theoretically your air is thinner. So you don't think that, you know, I mean, theoretically, you know, you might run a little richer, but, you know, hell, I mean, you know, mine's cleared. I didn't have much smoke or any smoke out of my damn pit up there. And, you know, some bitch would run hotter than hell, you know. Right. And uh, kind of opposite of what you know, we thought, but, you know, we did it up there on the mountain too. But the difference in when we are up on the mountain is I had all my tuning plates in there, and I wasn't running it wide open like I've been running it. And, uh, you know, um, it does cook a little different from my day-to-day stuff, but i tell you what, I'm loving it for competition. I mean, my ribs, now that i found the place to put the ribs, and I got my spot for my brisket, and I and, and I got the... Uh, I got the pork thing figured out. I'm going to block them a little bit with a couple other butts. Um, I'm going to have to run four butts pretty much when I'm at a cook-off. Um, but that, that really worked. That that worked well the other day. Um, so um, I think that's how we're going to proceed. Yeah, you know, I, I've got into cooking four butts, and uh, I, I kind of like it better. You got a little more, a little more to choose from. You know, a little more variety. Uh, I, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, you know, and you know, it's like for me down there. I mean, you know, I left I left two butts pretty well whole. You know, I didn't I didn't really I didn't really cut them up. I cut my first two up pretty good, like I always do. Um, now I, I turned the money muscles out on all four of them. Started them out running them linear, and then I actually had to reverse them. And uh, I stacked my money muscles against each other and rolled them back up against the meat uh, about halfway through the cook. Uh, and that worked out really well on my money muscles. That, that kind of protected them and shielded them. And at the end of the day, I used all four money muscles, but um, and I used the two butts that I cut up pretty well. But the other two big butts, I really didn't, I really didn't do much with on that end of it. And... Uh, but you had a lot of friends there and stuff, so that that worked out too. We uh, they're probably still eating barbecue, you know. Oh yeah, because I hooked and, them uh, up with all my leftovers, and you hooked them up with your leftovers. <laughs> yeah, I think they, I think they had a good day of barbecue there. 
deal. That did it. That did work out well. Um, I was really happy with that, the way that, that worked out. Because, um, you know, I ran I ran two up at Red Elsa, and they got a little too dark, but I didn't have any shielding, you know. We kind of figured that out kind of about halfway through the cook, and I started to put some tinfoil back behind them to, to block it a little bit. Um, but the two big butts behind it really helped uh, protect the uh, – the other one. so and then like I said when I when I flipped them when I rotated them I rotated them 180 degrees about halfway through and got the got the uh, the money muscles up against each other and kind of let them use them to hold each other up uh, that worked out real well and uh, you know so that's one of them deals I mean you know like I said it's always a learning thing and and uh, we change things and figure things out and you know most of the time I'm learning things like what not to do you know that's usually the way yeah. i operate <laughs> well well either way you're still learning something oh yeah i can't get away well, that yeah so but yeah it's it, it's it's a good thing man it's a good thing and, and uh um yeah i don't know i mean pretty excited about some of that um but I did run that uh, that chicken injection that I ran down there. Um, it was pretty well balanced, also, um, in the half chickens. Um, it was a pretty pretty balanced flavor. Um, uh, so, you know, I was pretty happy with that. Like I said, it's a little saltier. Uh, but I think in IBCA, that's a good thing. That might not be as good a thing in, in a KCBS, but uh, it is an IBCA. Um, how things work currently, anyways. So. Oh yeah, uh-huh. I think that's that's a that's a hell of a a little bit of salty always does a little good in IBCA. Seems like to me. Yeah. Uh, uh Nothing wrong with that, but it always does good. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, like I said, I mean, that's just one. One of the things you kind of you kind of learn, and, and uh, you know it's good, and, and uh, you know shoot, I mean, which is how it works. And uh, uh, you know, like I said, I mean, hell, I mean, my, you know, my wife said something about that today. You know, about how complicated I've gotten stuff about you know all the different cookers, and you know, because I have a pellet cooker on the trailer, I have a San Marino trailer, I have my big Austin on the trailer. I got me a kiss, kiss my rack, barbecue supply, bundle. Um, you know, uh, you know, it rolls pretty well, you know. And uh, you know, I like it. And uh, you know, each one of them has saved my butt from one time or another. I mean, my Santa Maria saved my butt a few times on chicken, and uh, Green Mountain did it this weekend. Barrel's done it too, you know. Chris is like, well, you just should have thrown them on the offset, and I was like, and I said it wasn't hot enough. I said, I didn't need my, I didn't need my offset that hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? That's my, if my, if my brisket would have been off there, I probably could have rolled that. You know what I'm saying? You know, because it don't right, take long right. to bring that thing up to temp. You know. 
I could have rolled there, but you know, it's still an indirect heat. It's a, it's a different, it's a different creature. And, uh, I needed more of that direct. I needed more of that direct heat yesterday. Yeah, it's it's definitely a different creature from indirect to direct. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's uh that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, hopefully we got some fish fry Friday. Um, but we're usually done about one thirty, two o'clock. If I can get these other these other orders out of here before I head down to down there to do that, then I'd say one thirty, two o'clock. Um, if I can get Lexi to come, and she may just stay the night, and uh, and then Chrissy. And come down Saturday. So. Yeah, that'd be a hell of a deal right there. So, tell tell Lexi Gunner's coming for it. You can yeah. do with that. That'll get her start up. <laughs> tell, tell her Gunner's Gunner's coming for it. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell her that. Yeah, that that'll get her good and start up. She she, she might be a little competitive. Hmm. You know that's uh yeah that's uh, you know that them kids have have grown up cooking against each other. Your kids and my kids, and uh, you know the Butler kids. Uh, matter of fact, uh, uh, Kyle's going to try to be here both days for uh, for uh, Plainview, and so you know they're right there. If the girls are competing, and uh, if your kids get to come up and compete. You know, there's already there's a pretty good little uh, little group of competition right there going to happen. Oh yeah, that's, that's a hell of a little group right there. I mean, you know, that's uh that's well, I mean, that's pretty much the original Rat Pack right there. Um, the only ones we'll be missing is the Brenhams. Um, you know, of course, you know, the boys are not cooking as much as they used to anymore, anyways. Well, Hunter's already eighteen, right. so and uh, you know, I don't know, Noah's kinda into different deals and so um but you know, our families have always all kinda cooked together, you know. Yep. Yeah, no, they have. They've they've been cooking together for a long time. So long time. Well, long time. Yep. So pork chops this weekend, man. Well, I'm gonna have to get her uh have to get her to decide how she wants to cook. You know. I got a fella yep. she'll 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 probably be cooking on a green mountain probably. Uh, right. I don't know. We'll see. Green mountain, hell I don't know. She may she may want to cook on that barrel something too, so that's what I told her last night. I gotta I gotta get well, her started. Because she's fixing to be to that age of doing backyard. And, uh, yeah, and I don't I don't know if I told you or not, or if I sent you a picture, but Joe Webster built Maddie a miniature barrel, like a I want to say it's like a eighteen gallon or something maybe instead of a thirty right. or fifty five. Right. But he uh, yeah, he, he, it, I hadn't seen it. Yeah, he's got it. He's got it finished. So hopefully, if he comes to Andrews, Maddie will get to cook on her little 
personalized barrel there in Andrews. But Joe, well, they were man, supposed he's just to a have a dude. And... Oh yeah. So. He uh he called me this this week. Matter of fact, I got to call my guy back, and because uh, he was looking for some uh fifty uh fifty pound uh, freon bottles. And he was asking me if they made them anymore. And I said, man, I said, I hadn't seen any in years. Back when I first started, we used to have those things right and left. But I was thinking yeah. that a recovery bottle would be about the same size. And so I got to call my guy here, here in uh, Lubbock because a lot of those bottles go out of certification and they just chunk them. They do something with them. I'm sure they go, they go somewhere. And so I was going to find out if we could get a hold of some of those. And then, uh, yeah, he said he'd build a Lexia barrel, and uh, you told me that he'd build one for Maddie, but he hadn't, I hadn't seen the picture of it. I just knew that. And his truck was supposed to be, this was uh, Wednesday, I think he talked to me. They were supposed to have the parts in Thursday, so um, hopefully they got him back together. Yeah. But he was, I don't know if I said, have you talked to him at all? Uh, I just over text message. I, I haven't actually talked to him uh, since Cedar Park there, but uh, just well, over I was gonna say, message. yeah, he called. He called. He called me on the way home from Cedar Park, uh, and was telling me about it. You know, he said it's an actual hole through the radiator. He said his truck downshifted, and he heard something kind of pop, and then this happened. So he was telling me that. They're, that they they told him that something went into the radiator, some kind of debris, and that they weren't going to warranty it, and that they 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 oh. didn't even have a radiator available for his truck, and so they were going to charge him like wow. twenty three hundred, twenty five hundred dollars for it. And I told him, I said, man, I said that sounds like a bunch of crap. He said, well, he said it didn't happen until it downshifted. He said. It's almost like a motor mount or something was loose and something shifted. Yep. And I said, well, I said, if they charge you, I said, I'll tell you what I would do. I said, I'd be sure to keep a hold of that radiator. And then that way, when it does it again, you have two of them say, huh, all right, now tell me tell me how the hell that happened. Right. You know, I said, you know, I said, well, you know, it's I really just, hard to hang I on to something like that. buy a damn I told him to buy a Ford, and you don't have to deal with that. Uh, yeah, that is true, too. Of course. Of course, he didn't like me for saying that, but you know, <laughs> I, I think George told him the same thing. Uh, well, you know what was funny yeah. was I noticed that uh, I noticed J.D. bought a Ford. J.D. did. He got him a Ford. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know? Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I seen that the other day. It's like, over there. And, uh, you know, so, you know, that's a, that's another deal. I guess that's kind of another kind of funny deal about our group. Is we're all, we're all running sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's, uh, that's pretty good. Uh, well, they finally posted the results today. Um, Boomerang didn't have a good weekend. I think they ended up like 18th overall. Um, had like a third place chicken and then got hammered um, the rest of the way. And uh, they were in Osage. And uh, yeah, I think they had like, like 100 looked like Aaron, 
should have should have been a hundred and four. Should have been a good showed. kickoff. Yeah, okay. Travis won it. That's like the second or third time Travis has won that one. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, Travis is a hell of a cook. So. Oh yeah, Travis is a hell of a cook. You know. Uh, oh, in the news, here, here's another good deal. I don't know if you know this yet or not? But uh, Barbecue Dad is back up and running. Yeah, yeah, I texted you about that the other day. Yeah, I said Barbecue Dad has got 2019 results up, kind of. Uh, I, okay. I, I shot you that text message a few days ago. Uh, <laughs> I missed that one. And I forgot. So. Could have been a away. Uh, but, yeah, that's uh, that, that that's cool to see. Uh it's not cool to see when you take off a couple of weeks from cooking and you start slipping in the points, but we, we knew we weren't, we knew we weren't out to, to chase points that hard anyways. So it just kind of is what it is at this point. We're going to chase what we want to and go from there. You know, uh, I could go up to Oklahoma next weekend, but I'm not going to miss Andrews cause that's one of my favorite cooks. So we're, we won't be up in Oklahoma next weekend, and we could have went up to Kansas this weekend and cooked, but, hell, that that Kansas cook for me was 700 miles from the house. That's damn near Kansas City, and I I just wasn't willing to, yeah. to go that far. Well, we got, we got Sholo, Arizona coming up. We got Plainview coming up. Uh, we, we got some more things like that in the near horizon, so... Hopefully we'll be able to go out and bang out a good cook and catch back up on some points. And like I told you before, if we can end the year in the top twenty or twenty-five, I'll be ecstatic. Uh, I think we're Arizona still up there cook? in the pork standings. Uh, I don't know. I'll send it to you. It's Sholo, uh, Arizona. I signed up for it a few weeks ago. Uh, KCBS. Uh, it's not bad for me. Uh, That's West, if I remember correctly. It's been a while. In that in that West of Phoenix. Yeah, Sholo, Arizona. Or is it this side of Phoenix? Uh, it's this side of Phoenix. It's up in northern Arizona. It's four hundred miles from my house. Oh so, well, shit. But, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's about six hundred so for me. Yeah, Sholo, Arizona. Uh, it's uh, it's right off of I-40. Up in there. Yes, yeah, so, uh, it's up go, there by uh, go, Wind Rock and all you that. Go, you go past Gallup uh, and right there at Holbrook on I-40, you go south about 30 miles, and it's right there, Sholo. Uh, yeah, Chip Rock. So from you, yeah, all up in there. from you on I-40 there, uh, that, that's probably not a bad drive, actually. Uh, let's see what let's see what Google tells me for Plainview, Texas, to Sholo, Arizona. It says five fifty. Oh, that's about six hundred. About three sixty to Albuquerque. Yeah, it shows five fifty. 
straight over there. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that is a little hard for you. Miles. It's 100 miles but further than it was. Actually, about 50 miles further than it was for Dam Cedar Park. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, for me, it's, it's hell, it's just as close to go there as to go to Oklahoma or anywhere to cook. Right. So, uh, it's a state championship, all that kind of stuff. It looks like they've had good results the past few years, a good amount of teams showing up. So I'm going to go try my hand out there. And that that event is May 2nd and 3rd. Oh, so it's the week that. before. I'm doing an Ace Hardware. The week before playing Yeah, I'm, I'm doing an Ace Hardware uh, for a Kansas City Barbecue Society on that weekend in Brownwood, Texas. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing demos that's, that, that's for him. That's where my schedule leads me right now. I guess we'll do Andrews and then, hell, after Andrews, I guess I'm off for a little bit. Uh, one no? weekend and then next weekend we'll, we'll like do... Then we'll do Sholo, and then we'll do Plainview. So that's a uh, and that's that's kind of where we're headed. So, boy, I tell you, this bird's looking good, Lance. Yeah. So I'm right at an hour in on this bird, and uh, I'm right about 145 in the breast. I'm fixing to pull it off and glaze it, and. Uh, this bird's looking mighty fine. So we'll 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 see if I get some flavor down in it, like I'm like I told you I was trying to do. I don't I don't know. We'll we'll see. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how that turns out, and then uh, go from there. Got me some. Got me some new glaze mixed up and got some stuff going on here, so hopefully this damn thing turns out worth the shit, but but who knows on that side of it. Well, I'm a sticking. I'm a you know, I said I had to had to cook today. So yesterday when I went to pick up briskets, um they uh, had some boneless um, country style ribs, and I thought, man, that's okay. So I thought, hmm, I'm gonna make me another round of green chili stew. So I have made me another round of green chili stew today. I'm nothing but the Green Mountain hallway. So I I seasoned them up. With some okra seasoning, so it's country style ribs, and uh, smoked them at about 200 degrees for a while on the Green Mountain. Then I cubed them up, put them in my uh, um, diced up potatoes, and onions, and green chili, and uh, salsa verde, and then I just let I've been let it sit here slow cook about 200 degrees all afternoon, and uh, oh, I just taste it. It's gonna be some damn good shit right there. 
Woo. Yeah. You, you're going to you have to break yeah. some of that out for Plainview. Well, I can do that. We can, I mean, that, it'd be good. I mean, we can have that. We can have even for, well, I don't know. Is Sammy coming to Plainview? Yeah, of course. Well, we might we might have to have it for lunch then because I don't want to screw up breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. I say we can have some of it for breakfast, but then she wouldn't cook breakfast and, you know, let just let just mess everything up, so, you know. Don't want to mess up your, your lust there, right? Yeah, I don't say it. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm, that, that, that's pretty much a tradition, so we're not going to change that, you know. Yeah. And the one thing we're going to have to figure out, you know, usually Sunday mornings when we're in plain view, we go over to the, over to old Mexico when you, so, yeah, have breakfast on Sunday mornings over there. Yeah, you know, so I don't know. We might have to uh, we may have to get our, our stuff kinda situated and we may have to run over there. Of course, you know, I've you know, I've also heard that you know there's this birthday party thing probably gonna happen and, you know. Yeah. I may have to drag you over there just to get you back in shape. Yeah, well, I done told you, I don't know if I'm cooking Sunday or not. I might just sign yeah, up for Saturday. Yeah. We'll see I how might that not goes. be available to cook Sunday. <laughs> Sunday might be a little <laughs> might be a little rough. Yes, sir. You know. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. You're not I mean, with the bands this, and everything. And, They've got and they've got several other ones lined up now, so they I mean, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a good deal. Uh car show, volleyball, sand volleyball, they're gonna have horseshoe tournament, we're gonna have a backyard brawl, we're gonna have kids queue, double header KCBS. I mean, that's just I mean uh it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, like I said, Mr. Butler said that I think he's I think he thinks that he's off on that Thursday, so I think he's gonna come up and help help with the uh the judging class. Um so that's oh, always nice. yeah, that'll be awesome. You know, yep. so we'll have him come up and and uh, do that and then um you know, maybe if, if Walker's available you know, get him up there, and, you know. Between the four of us gangbanging that, that, that right there would be pretty cool, you know. For sure. Hell, might, might even, you know, talk him into coming in and saying a few things when we have the backyard class, you know. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we'll that would be a good one. You know, so, uh, so you know. Did we? Uh, yeah. Yeah, did we make our time yet, Lance? Looks like it. Oh yeah, yeah, we're we we are there. I mean, that's a uh, pretty unbelievable. Uh, that went quick. Went way quick. It did, man. But yeah. I got this chicken. I got to get glazed and get these kids cooking. So let me jump off right, here man. and we'll we'll rejoin right, this bud. conversation later. All right. All, All right, man. All right. Have a good week. See. You. Good night. Good night. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining in to another episode of the West Texas Pitmaster Barbecue Show on the Barbecue Vandals Radio. 
and uh, look for us next week. We'll be talking about Andrews and results, and, and uh, you know, I'm sure we'll be talking about some Texas Barbecue Association stuff, and, um, more contest results, stuff like that. So join in. Talk to you next week. Good night.